keep doing. I think we're uh, good. And then Cruz, if you want to give me the thumbs up, if you can see, um, I'm just going to go ahead and roll with it right now. Yeah, I'm waiting on it. There it's on go. your page. Yeah, there it goes. Well, good evening. We are live. Uh, we are on our GBO podcast for episode five. You're going to get a little preview of Abby Willis. Uh, she will be uh, going into our waiting room and uh, she will be our second half along with uh, Jeanette, Jeanette Feliciano in Florida. So uh, you'll see her pop back on here shortly. But uh, we have our bro host, as always, Chris Cruz in Beaumont, Texas, Center Stage Fitness. Sorry, and, uh, we also do have Stephanie McGill, <clears throat> who is a GBO Beachbody Pro, as well as our promoter for the Max Muscle Classic, which she will be talking a little bit about. And she's got some exciting uh, developments in that as well. So, of course, we do have um, our one and only special guest, which is Bob Johnson and our president, founder. And uh, he has a couple of announcements that he would like to go through. And so, uh, Bob, what, what do you have? What do you mean by special? I don't know. You said there were announcements and they were special, so they must be special. Well, oh, I mean, you are one and only special. That, I, I, mean, I mean, like special, like that. Uh... It could be. It could be very extra special. Okay. I'll make quick announcements and I'll let you all get to the girls. Um, they're more important than I am. So, we have made some changes as going through this pandemic. We are still growing and making things happen. So we want to make those announcements. First and foremost, we want to welcome uh, Mr. Matthew Hughes to Oklahoma. He's going to be one of our top judges there. Uh, Matt has about 30 years experience in the, in the bodybuilding field, um, left another organization. We, we go way back. And um, so we want to invite or welcome him on board and uh, welcome Matt. I think he's watching. Anyway, also, we have another announcement to make. We have Michael Smith from the Body Specialist down out of Spring. Was it Spring in Houston? Isn't it Spring? Yeah. yeah. And he will be hosting a show next year in um, uh, just north of Conroe. Thank you. Laura's sitting over here at the desk. And she told me it's going to be in Conroe, and that's going to be around in April. Um, Michael and I, of course, go way back. He has a, a stable about 200-plus athletes and um, decided to come on over to GBO and be a big part of it and watching us and wants to be part of this. And so we have many more things coming up, but I want to make um, a couple more big announcements that we're very happy, and, and I know you guys are excited to hear me say it. So we want to welcome Scott and Lisa Ramsey's promoters of SPI are now the directors for the great state of Nevada. Congratulations, guys. Yay. Well deserved, hardworking people. Yes. Love it. We want to welcome Mr. Christopher Cruz, the director of the great state of Texas. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, and that's all we have right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. I hear Laura. <laughs> Can you hear Laura? Don't you do that. <laughs> Laura's, hey, Laura's in the background of every phone call. I know, you, I know you think I don't, but I do love you, buddy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mr. Matthew Storm. He will be directing California and Arizona. Matt, see you, buddy. Thank you. 
So, um, and then we got some more news coming, but give us a couple of weeks and we'll make those announcements. And um, we're excited and we look forward. To, I'm going to step off here and let you talk with the girls, with Abby and Felicia. They're much better looking than I am, more important. So, and then of course, Stephanie. Yeah. So good luck, everybody. Have a great night. And hey, here we grow. Yes, Thank sir. You, sir. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye-bye. So uh, those of you who haven't heard, we've, we've made some big changes and, you know, with, uh, with big changes, uh, come a lot of growth and you'll notice that these people are put in those positions for strategic, um, strategic growth overall for the world, not just the U.S. And uh, Chris, congratulations, my friend. Uh, you, you know, it's nice to have a bro host who uh, will be taking the great state, which is really, you know, a lot of our organization. So that's a great responsibility and a, and a great sure. privilege. So I know you're going to do yeah. really well. So yeah, and congratulations to you also, man. I mean, California, just like Texas is a major piece of the United States. So and, and we both know that we've had um, some people come along and, <laughs> and not exactly come through in, in California and, and we need that. So uh, so I'm very excited that uh, that you're going to be handling it now because now I know that we can get that that chess piece, if you will, in place uh, to start dominating this country. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Scott and Lisa are going to do amazing things in Nevada, yes. too. So yes. uh, I know that they're super excited about it. And uh, man, this is uh, this is probably the biggest, most epic step. But I don't want to step on Stephanie's toes here because, Stephanie, you are <laughs> the woman of the hour. You have uh, worked incredibly hard in your journey and, uh, you know, for those of, you know, really the, the folks watching who don't know really where you started and how you started in fitness, can you give us a little bit of a background as far as when you started and where and, and really how everything evolved for you? Yeah, I, um, you know, like most people, I started because I needed to lose a little weight. Um, I owned a bakery and gained a little weight. And um, while I was baking, my husband put a you know, squat rack, everything in the garage. I started doing things on my own, um, decided to compete. And my first coach showed me GBO. And I first competed, was it 2017? I can't yeah. remember the year, um, at the Atlas. And yeah, and, and kept going from there. Got my pro card and here I am. <laughs> cool. You, uh, you experienced a little uh, physical challenge last year. I know that uh, that was something that uh, you were just lucky to walk on stage. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I was supposed to compete in August, um, but I broke my hip socket and it wasn't healing. So I spent some time on crutches, um, a little bit in a wheelchair and eventually, you know, was able to start walking again. A lot of it didn't have so much to do with the the fracture in the hip socket, it was more the impingement of the nerves that made me not able to walk. Um, so I couldn't, couldn't put weight on it, couldn't take weight off of it pretty much. Um, and I felt fine. I couldn't do a lot of cardio without it hurting. I would just kind of do what I could. And um, yeah, it, and then it just decided to not, not want to work on stage. <laughs> Um, I mean, I really haven't had any issues since, so I'm, it's, I'm doing good. I lowered some weights and, um, focused more on hypertrophy than heavier lifting and, um, I'm doing good. And it was just a freak accident. Like I was walking through my house, 
floors are wet. I was in a hurry and I just hit it, like just slid the wrong way, basically. So uh -huh. let's be clear. You're a pro beach body. That means you wear heels on stage. Yeah. So tell me if there was any uh, discomfort or, you know, the way you had to change your posing uh, or really just your presentation on stage. Tell me, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I couldn't, um, I couldn't arch my back very well. Uh, I couldn't <clears throat> step directly on it and turn very well. And um, I, a lot of it's the arching. I couldn't arch my back. I was more trying to lean over into the poses I already knew. Um, but, and sometimes it was fine. Sometimes it wasn't. Gotcha. And you are opposing to coach too, correct? I, I help my competitors with posing. We actually pose every Saturday morning. I'm, you know, I am, I am not the greatest at posing, um, but I do what I can. I help them just as a free service for the ones that compete with me. And, um, and then I have my own posing coach that leads me through it. She's actually I'm kind of like her little Padawan right now. She's teaching me, teaching me the ropes. Very cool. So. Now you went from competitor, amateur to professional in 2017. Mm -hmm. In 2019, you decided to make the jump and run your own show and be a promoter. Yeah. What, uh, what made you do that? Well, I like the organization. I like you guys. <laughs> I like all of y'all. I feel like the first, the first show, like, you know, you come and, and this is the, this is what you guys say to everyone at the athletes meeting. You, when you step on our stage, you are family. You are our family. And that's what I felt like, um, you know, GBO brought me in and I wanted to spread that and we're military. We move around. We're finally in my home state and we're here to stay. And I couldn't imagine not bringing GBO here. Um, yeah. Have you ever lived in Georgia before this? Oh yeah, I was born and raised in Georgia, North Georgia. Um, my husband went to college down in South Georgia, so we moved there. And then now we're in middle Georgia. <laughs> I've been all over the state. Very cool. Yeah, so when, when, when I first heard or we had talked about, you know, wanting to promote a show and all that and getting in your home state of Georgia, it's like, man, that's gonna be awesome because I know the impact and, and the, the people that, kind of gravitated towards you while you were in Oklahoma, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you started your own little, whole little thing in Oklahoma in a short time uh, and built a pretty good little uh, clientele, you know? Yeah. So I was like, man, and, and knowing you and your personality, it's like, dude, she's going to do great as a promoter, you know? And, and when you, when you, when you have, because, um, uh, you know, I, don't, I mean, Matt, uh, connections Matthew has in Georgia, but when it's a state that's not um, very familiar to us, and you know that somebody like a Stephanie McNeil goes there, she's going to make an impact and it's going to grow and it's going to be contagious. So we're very excited to have you out there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I've learned in, in coaching and promoting, all you have to do is care. If you care about yeah. the athletes, they're, they're going to do everything they can for you. Right. And all you have to do is love them, love them, make them your family. They'll make you, they'll make you theirs. So. Right. So tell us a little bit about the genesis of your show, uh, what you named it, when it's going to be, what you have as far as uh, your availability for offering classes, divisions, what you got. All right. So the name is a little emotional. <laughs> I know it's just you hear Max and that's it. You know, it makes sense. Max Muscle. So um, it's named after my bulldog that we lost and the whole, the whole premise behind the name is 
um, we want to give back to uh, families that have pets that need life-saving surgeries that they cannot afford. So when we had Max, he had a heart condition. He was rushed when we were in Oklahoma. We rushed him up to OKC for a life-saving surgery. He didn't make it. Um, but while we were there, I noticed so many families were often at the hospital were often to put their animals down. And I, I would watch a dad tell his son, honey, we don't have that $700. We don't have that $1,400. Like we don't have it. And these animals couldn't live a life, a normal life. And, and here I was, you know, just whatever. I'll just throw money at you. Just save my dog. And I want the other families to feel that just save my animal. And so we're going to be giving a portion of the proceeds to a UGA sundown surgery fund. Very cool. Yeah. So Max was my little baby. That's why there's a bulldog on it. Um, and yeah, we're going to, we're going to go from there. I would love to try to get some, you know, the Humane Society in the local area to come. I would love to have some adoptable animals, um, you know, things like that. I'm a dog lover. <laughs> Very cool. Sounds like you're an animal lover in general. Not I just am, I'm just a lover, you know, <laughs> people, animals. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, your date uh, and then the divisions you're offering and also the location. Where uh, Where's it going to be held? <clears throat> it is going to be on August 15th, 2020 and at the Museum of Aviation. So we are going to be in an aircraft hangar. We are um, going to bring in our own stage. That one is a little small for the amount of people that we already have. Um, we're bringing some new stuff. Uh, I believe this may be the first transformation division um, and it's a pretty big one. So I can't remember if anyone else has done it or not, but we're doing transformation. We're doing beach body, um, figure, shape, classic bodybuilding, bodybuilding, um, and kids fitness. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So you originally moved from July 11th to August 15th. Is that correct? And that was just recent. So I think that uh, you can maybe touch a little bit about uh, on that as far as some of the precautions you're taking and some of the things you're doing to make sure that show is right. It's going to happen. So the Museum of Aviation pretty much told me, you know, we're going to have to socially distance in July. And in doing that, my capacity of 500 goes down to 120. So I... I don't want that. I want every athlete to have their family and their friends there to support them. So in August, we have a better chance of bringing in more people. I can start grouping families together in August to where they can stay together and then the others can socially distance. Um, I'll also be able to keep my powerlifting team um, coming in. So, and that's it. Uh, competitors won't have to wear masks. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I mean, you can wear a blinged out mask, I guess, but obviously, you know, we're trying to keep this normal. You cannot socially distance on a stage and be compared fairly. You can't, you right. need to be side by side. So um, we're, I believe Georgia's a little bit ahead of the curve with our gyms are open. Um, we went, we went to lunch yesterday. We sat in booth, like the bars are open. Things are open. We are out and moving. I was stuck in traffic today. Like we have traffic. <laughs> um, so I believe in August, we will, we will be good to go. 
one of the things that I saw that, uh, you know, are indicators, right? So they announced the NFL football season. Mm -hmm. uh, MLB is talking about coming back and doing things. And that really doesn't pertain to us. They had the first UFC fight without a crowd, but they still, I mean, th they're not socially distanced either because that's full contact. Correct. And then I just heard this morning, I'm, uh, I'm in touch with a few folks in Las Vegas where AAU is planning full steam ahead after June. So right at that end of June, they're planning on going all out and, if that's the case and they're not ahead of the curve and you are all signs are pointing toward, you know, really things falling in line. So obviously as we don't know, we can't control. It sounds like you're taking all the precautions. You're making all the necessary strategic moves to make sure that you're able to do that. Now you also have powerlifting. Is that correct? Yes. Very cool. Is this through yeah. USPA or is this, um, it is. um, Goggins force is pretty big here. Um, and he is bringing in USPA powerlifting to the museum of aviation. Very you guys have to look up the location. I mean, I probably love it a little bit more. My husband's a pilot, but I love probably love it a little bit. It's amazing to look out into the audience and right behind him is like one of the best planes in the world, you know? Yes. I agree. Tell yeah, us a little bit about, pictures. yeah, go ahead. Chris. I remember seeing pictures of the venue and, and then they have uh, all these air, airplanes in the back in the hangar. So that's got to be cool to, you know, people are going to be taking pictures all over those things, uh, assuming they allow them to get, allow the people to get near them athletes. So probably be yes. some pretty cool photo. And you can, you can walk right up to them. Obviously they're a lot cool. taller than us, but the best thing is this museum is a free museum. So come compete in the hangar, but there are four other hangers or three other hangers to go look at. So, I mean, bring your families. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty awesome, awesome place. So people don't know Stephanie McNeil. Let's talk about you and your family a little bit, because you mentioned family and, you know, you have family friendly events and I know that you do give a lot back uh, to your competitors, but also just in general, you're that type of person. And from what I'm understanding, the way everything is trending on your show, it can be one of the largest East Coast shows GBO has ever seen. And um, that's trending. In that <laughs> no need to be nervous. You're doing it. You're doing a lot of things right. So you got to give yourself credit. But let's talk about your family support, you know, daughters, sons, husband. Give us a little bit of background about that. Well, you know, I've got, I've got a senior this year. This is a bad year to be a senior. <laughs> so she's a senior in high school. She's doing her own thing. She works. But these kids, let me tell you, my first of all, my daughter like lifts heavier than anybody else at the high school. Um, well, when you know when they had school, um, I have one that's a competitive cheerleader. She was the inspiration for me to bring in um, kids fitness. And uh, my husband, he is, yeah, he, he's my rock. You know, like. He has been so supportive and it's, it's funny because it kind of changed a little bit. Like he was supportive of me when I was competing, but he's like, God, are you ever going to be able to go out to eat? Like <laughs> what, when can we go do something? Um, but now it's like, he, I'll, I'll walk in the room and he'll be like, Oh, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do that. You know, like he is all about it. Um, and I feel like you need that support, especially when we don't live near family, when we just moved here and we don't have, you know, a ton of, of friends here. We I have a lot of connections here and I love it already. We've been here less than a year, but uh, he, you know, he, anything I want for Max Muscle, he's going to make happen. Nice. 
period. He's going to make it happen. And he, although he will joke around the entire time, you'll see. He'll, he'll drive you crazy with the jokes. But he's going to be, he's going to be one of my runners. Um, and he's going to make sure that all these athletes are in place and they know what they're doing. He, it's pretty hard not to do what he says. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure we're going to have a, a smoothly ran show. Nice. <laughs> Well, I got to, I got to compliment you because we had a, a training call, you know, a staff training call and uh, he was all in and yeah. he's, he's willing to do whatever it takes. You know, he's going to learn the role. He's going to be fully supported and at your side. And uh, I, from what I understand, there are a boatload of people that want to come from Houston to Georgia. So we have plane tickets that are being bought and we have people that are arranging carpools and some even taking a road trip. So we absolutely cannot wait for this. And I know that uh, you're going to knock this thing out of the park. Thank you. I'm beyond excited. After party at my house, bring your swimsuits. We're going to lift. We're going to swim. We're going to drink. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we do have a drinking party. It's a, it's a water drinking uh, competition to see who can drink the most after being dehydrated on stage or banging or zero. Well, good. Hey, by the way, before we bring the girls on, um, there's number one, I have to ask, uh, do you have plans of stepping on stage or what are your plans in the competition side now that you're promoting? Um, you know, I am happy right now focusing on my athletes. Am I going to compete again? Absolutely. I am. Um, right now I'm focusing on my athletes. I'd like to grow a little bit more muscle. Um, I'd like to eat <laughs> and enjoy my new town. And, um, yeah, I absolutely, uh, probably not in 2020. Gotcha. So looking but at 2021, Yep. And uh, you're ready to come back in battle, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's look towards the end of 2021. That sounds good. Yeah. Chris, anything? Uh, no, nah, man, just very excited that, uh, you know, we're expanding out into the, the Georgia region and excited to have Stephanie out there. And uh, I know she's going to do well. And, and like I said, it, it's going to grow like a wildfire out there. So, so I, I look forward to seeing uh, the development out there that, you know, Stephanie starts. So I'm excited. We will be there in full support. I know that uh, the Cortezes are coming out. Uh, I'm rearranging my plane ticket to get out there. And I know that you're going to have uh, plenty of help and we're going to help you with uh, anything that you absolutely need. So well, I appreciate you guys so much. Like I said, you know, I just got my pro card in 2017. I'm still fairly new to this, but I tell you what, you're not going to find anyone with more passion than I have. I would agree with that 100%. So, Stephanie, thank you so much. You're welcome to stay on as these girls are coming into battle. Um, but other than that, we uh, we appreciate you and looking forward to your show. All right. I'm going to hop off so I can drive three hours to go visit my family. But I appreciate you guys so much. God bless. Um, Y'all have a good night. You as well, Stephanie. Take thank care. Have a good trouble. weekend. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, here we go. Hey, what's up? Lady. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening to you guys. Jeanette, Jeanette going with the Sporty Spice attire. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so we got to give you a little bit of background for those of you who are watching. Number one is we have Abby Willis from the UK. Um, and Abby, you are, um, what time zone are you in? Because what time is it where you're at? It's um, just hit midnight. Hit midnight. <laughs> nice. So she is making the sacrifice to be here with us. And, uh, you know, I have to give you guys a little bit of background about Abby because Abby 
uh, came to the U.S. to compete, and correct me if I'm wrong, the very first time in 2018 for the 2018 Atlas? Yeah, that was it. Very good. And after that, you liked it so much, uh, you took second at the 2018 Atlas, and then 2019, you came back and took second to Scarlet, and yet yeah. in 2019, correct? Yeah, that's right. You also took your judging exam. You became an international judge and you came to do the Vegas Royal Flush in Las Vegas. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that experience. Oh, that was incredible. Um, I've done a lot of judging over here in the UK and it's very, very different. It's very, um, I would say unstructured compared to how it is <laughs> in the US. Um, so it was very different in how it ran, but it was so much more kind of in line with how I envision judging should be. So yeah, it was such an incredible experience, honestly. Very cool, very cool. Well, we also have Jeanette Feliciano and Jeanette, you are from Puerto Rico, is that correct? That is right, born in Puerto Rico, Arecibo, raised in New York. Okay, so how long did you live in New York? Wow, I left New York probably when I was 21. I, I was there all, all through teenage, graduated over there and then came over here to uh, Florida. Okay. And um, how long have you lived in Miami now? Uh, I'm actually, I live in Orlando. Uh, I've you. been out here for about 16 years. Okay. Wow. All right. Yes, and so yes. Jeanette placed third in her first Atlas. So you made top three in the world, which uh, is absolutely incredible. And uh, tell us a little bit about your background as far as how you started competing, where you came from and how you got to GBO. Well, um, I, I've been an athlete all my life. I played, you know, tons of sport. I uh, was actually also a uh, starting middle linebacker and quarterback for the LFL. Uh, did a lot of things in regards to competing. Uh, did a lot of uh, runs all over Florida, obstacle course uh, racing. So, you know, athletics was something that was natural to me. So when I came into the competing thing, um, honestly, I really came into competing uh, really to prove a point. Um, you know, this industry is filled with with so much positive and negative, right? Um, and people find their ways of getting fit. And I, I decided to come into this industry. I, I competed in different federations because I wanted to show that you can become a pro uh, naturally. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you have people that look up to other people and uh, sometimes it, 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 there's a little false pretense. So I just wanted to make sure that I can represent for those. And to me, I love it to each his own. I either or um, I don't I don't mind. But I just wanted to give people a hope and give them a reason to go ahead and say, you know what, this is something that anyone can do without having to go to extremes that they personally may not want for themselves. Right. Um, but, you know, and I, I decided the GBO, uh, I was also a WBFF pro and I've competed in other federations. Um, but I also noticed that sometimes when federations come up, uh, everyone has that mentality of, you know, we were family first and, you know, it's all about the competitors. And then unfortunately it fizzles out and it no longer becomes about the competitors. So when I met the, the, the GBO family and I had an opportunity to meet Chris as well, um, amazing guy. And it just kind of, the warmth was real. In this industry, unfortunately, sometimes people do this. It's so much hype. Uh, you know, come and join right. because it's really, in a sense, you're just the number. You're like a big, big businesses with quota. They don't care about you. But the GBO was about welcoming you, wanting to know who you are, wanting to know your background. What are the things that you would like to see or not see? Or how would you feel comfortable being in this, um, you know, uh, competing in the GBO? That interest is what really sparked everything inside. And I'm like, you know what? I hope that this is not like any other federation. Thus far, they showed to be 
uh, people of their word. Um, I love the judging criteria. Um, and I said, you know what, let me give this a try, you know, as a pro. Um, I've always been a person because I am a motivator and, and an inspirator in my community. Mm. I wanted to make sure too that I can compete in a federation where, especially backstage, it's not about the girls looking each other up and down. They don't want to talk <laughs> to each other. They have their attitudes. No, we want that family environment where, because at the end of the day, we don't know what the judges want. Don't get mad at the other competitors back there. We don't know what we, so to create that atmosphere where you can help, you know, just tie up someone's, you know, bikini or it was just very different. And I absolutely love it. And I've been honored to grace the stage with the amazing other beautiful ladies um, and gentlemen there. Yeah, Jeanette brings up something she touched on the backstage atmosphere, man. And I've obviously been in other uh, organizations. Uh, I've literally seen girls break down backstage because of the cattiness backstage. You come to one of our, and, and actually Matt, when we were in Hawaii, uh, you and the guys had it's pretty cool, you know, pictures and, and showing what we do backstage and that's help each other. I, every show I've been in with GBO so far, and that's most of them, there's none of that backstage. It's everybody's talking, everybody's hanging out, everybody's helping each other. So, and, and that is definitely one thing that we plan on maintaining uh, as an organization because it, it shows and people come away from the shows. And that's one of the things that they tell me backstage was great. People were helping me. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot for somebody that's about to walk on stage, even for their first time. I mean, that's, that's, that's a really big thing. So and that, and that it, for, for me, that, that uh, helps retention of athletes and coming back is how they're treated backstage. And that's a common theme, Jeanette. You know, uh, I, I hear that with every person that we have brought on this show and Abby will tell you the same thing. I had a coach, um, this was before even uh, GBO where he's like, okay, so you need to bring three pair of shorts because it's common for people to steal your shorts so you can't go on stage. And it's common for ladies to take other people's bikinis out of their bags and tear them or just straight up steal them. And I'm like, does that really happen? And so obviously that doesn't happen here. At least I haven't heard of it. Thank the good Lord. But, um, you know, that's something that is a very common theme. And, and Abby, you touched on that. You know, what's, I don't think people know a whole lot about Abby Willis and when she started and how she started. So can you give us a little bit of background from why you started competing and then we'll get into the fun stuff and when you started competing? Oh my goodness. So I started competing four years ago five years ago, four or five years ago, I was literally just turning 18 when I start, stepped on stage for the first time. Um, and basically, I've, I've been a dancer my entire life. So I've always been into dancing. Um, and I was in that industry where you kind of always got put down if you didn't look a certain way, if you didn't fit one certain look to get a job. Um, and I always like... I always aspired to be these like really tall, six foot, flamingo leg, gorgeous blonde girl, <laughs> which I'm not, I'm five foot two. <laughs> I'm never gonna do that. I'm kind of short, kind of stubby. Like it wasn't gonna happen, but in my head I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna be like that. No, no, you're not. <laughs> so um, actually I went to see a bodybuilding show, kind of, it was just in my, one of our local towns. And I had no idea what it was when I went to go and see it. I was like, a bodybuilding show? I was like, oh, what, is that a cabaret? What, what's going on? Um, <laughs> so I went and watched it. And I saw these incredible figures that were all shapes and sizes, all different heights. And you could just tell that they, they had worked for their bodies. And that's what really inspired me to just go, 
right? I can make something of my body, but it's not what I envision to be perfect. It's just what my body is capable of doing. And that really intrigued me to get into it in the first place. I was I was intrigued to see how far I could push and take my own genetics and see what I could make out of it. So yeah, I've competed for five five years um, in about 18, 18 shows across my five years. Wow. So yeah, I've done <clears throat> quite a lot. <laughs> wow, that is incredible. Um, now we're gonna take the gloves off because um, this is, uh, this is what's been happening behind the scenes. Some of you saw Scarlett O'Connor and uh, Guy Harding's live stream. <laughs> and um, and what was interesting is I think she was being baited into it, but you know she was proclaiming that she's gonna win the 2020 Atlas, assuming mm -hmm. you guys can get over here from the UK. And uh, you know we're talking to the top three in the world here. So you, you guys are obviously top three. She's the, the reigning queen, Mrs. Atlas. And I know Helen Peebles has maybe something to say about that and Sabrina Perkins. And, you know, those are the top five. And I have a feeling they're going to be coming back. And I have a feeling you guys have some ideas of where you want to finish in 2020. So, uh, Jeanette, let's start with you. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about. And by the way, in, in all fairness, we're going to give Scarlett her own time on her show. So after she hears what you have to say, then you can have the friendly stirring of the pot and be messaging each other back and forth. I'm very interested to see because girls are very fun to watch when they're competitive. So Jeanette, tell me about your plans for this year. Um, well, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, this year uh, competing in both the uh, uh, standards and the naturals. Now, one thing that I do want to say is uh, kings and queens, they do fail. They do. Okay. <laughs> They're not around forever. So one thing that I do want to say is to my lovely, lovely ladies is that um, I'm definitely going for the title. I'm not going for second. I am going for first. So um, definitely it's all about bringing a different package. Uh, there's things that I do want to tweak uh, within my physique, but um, I'm definitely going out there to win. I'm not going over there to just grace the stage, honey. No way. I like it. I like so, it. This is what so I knew was going to happen. I, I, uh, all my Atlas winners, thank you, 10 of them. Um, so... <laughs> I always tell, just, I'll use Jeremy Brandon as an example. We, every year we're coming in, you cannot bring the same package on that level of stage. So we, Jeremy Brandon, we've done something every year. So uh, Jeanette, what, what do you feel you need to bring differently this year to make sure you catch the judge's eyes again and say, hey, she, she made some improvements and, and she did it and here she is. Yeah. Well, the area that I would definitely, definitely want to uh, improve, especially for me being a Latin woman, I, I have a pretty nice bottom. Um, so I'm, I, I consider myself more more bottom heavy. So I want to come in just slightly a little bit more tighter, but I really don't. I'm sorry. I got to say it. I love booty. So I ain't trying to lose it, honey. All right. But <laughs> I do want to come right? in a little bit more, a little bit more tighter, a little bit more smaller. But just fill up just a little bit more up top because I am more leaner up top. Right. So without going too extreme. So th those are the areas that I want to uh, work on. So make those still make them glutes pop out even a little bit more extra. Right. Have a nice little tie in to create that little that, that little sweetheart right. right there at the bottom. So <laughs> that's the goal, and that way you know hopefully I, I bring that to the stage and I uh, sweep them girls out. But I'll yeah, still give hugs and hold their hands. <laughs> I agree. You have that longer physique. So filling yes. out, rounding out the shoulders and all that is definitely uh, something that, you know, you most likely would want to be working yes. on showcasing. So yes. That's good idea. Abby, I have a feeling you're not coming for a second again this year. Absolutely not. 
You've been very, and, and I, I want to be clear because we're having the boys on next week. And I know that this is, you know, just stirring up a whirlwind and that's what we live for. Sometimes there are people chattering all over the world from every country right now. We're having South America, Central America, the Netherlands, Holland, Italy, the UK, uh, Puerto Rico. I mean, everywhere where we have a presence and athletes that are being drawn to us. And I'm getting messages like crazy. It is very tough to keep up with, especially for you ladies, because I know the judging was very tight on the top five on pro men's and women's beach body. So really, truly, I mean, we're looking at those top five thinking, man, that could go either way. There might be a point here or a point there, and that's a different outcome. So, Abby, tell us what uh, – you're, you're coming for the title, too. Tell us what your game uh, – you don't have to give us the full game plan. Can you give us a teaser? Um, <laughs> looking at the price of um, the flights right now from the U.K., to um, Galveston and um, I can't get any less than first place and I think because of the whole crisis right now the oh oh my days the the price of flights has just gone through the roof but regardless to that if I make it which fingers crossed everything clears up I post a plan and my main targets as a shorter female is just bring those crazy proportions so just making sure that I don't lose any kind of flatness on stage I've got that tiny waist I'm bringing out my lats I'm rounding my shoulders a little bit more than last year um and yeah no I was really really happy with my physique last year on stage but like you said we're never bringing the same thing again and because we had such a strong top five people are chasing the way the way we brought our packages to stage, the way we presented ourselves. We are the idols for the people that are chasing those top spots. So we need to have our game. So I can't bring the same thing. Um, so I had seen you, well, let's see. So 2018 is when I met you, 2018 Atlas. Uh, you look great then. 2019 Atlas, I even told you backstage. I was like, wow, I have you. I was like, you, you've made some drastic improvements. So Kind of give us a little light on what you did to make those improvements from 2018 to 2019. I worked really hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I dedicated that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. The, the week after I stepped on that stage, after I had a little holiday, I dedicated every single day of that year yes. to, to the um, 2019 Atlas. Every day focus and that was my the goal in the back of my head no matter what I was doing I was always thinking about that moment on stage so yeah and that that's great uh, insight because like I tell my athletes you know um, you're a professional now and especially when you're making that top five top three Mr. Atlas Mrs. Atlas <laughs> it's good to take some time off but you've also you're a pro now and you have to be making these changes every year and that doesn't mean slacking most of the time. That I mean, this this is bodybuilding. It 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 is almost a 24/7, 365 job. And 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 that's that's where I think a lot of people lose focus. They take a lot of time off, and they come back to the stage the same as they did last year. So so you you nailed it with the perfect answer. And that's that's what you know. I want every pro to hear that. That's you come you keep coming back looking the same. You're you're going to get judged the same. So yeah. that, absolutely. For me as well, I've got that. Like I said, I've got that smaller frame and I've got, it's harder for me. Like, it's really hard to build 
muscle. I've spent the last six years dedicating to try and building muscle. It takes, right. especially naturally as well, it takes so much longer than people realize. So if you don't dedicate yes. yourself to it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna progress the way you want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeanette, you are a personal trainer. Yes. By, uh, by career. So yes. I, mm-hmm. I, I noticed you, you had your letter of commitment that you sent, I think it was this year. And that's when I first saw you and heard about you. And then I've been seeing a lot of the videos that you've been, you know, personally training transformation. Do you have competitors transformation, weight loss? Tell me the spectrum as far as, is what you train. Yes. Well, um, actually when it comes to my, um, my athletes or my clients as well as that's why I'm trying to make this shift as well. Um, I've had them compete in different federations. Um, so warming them up, of course, you know, I'm the type of person that, um, it's all about leading by example. So I had wanted to get the whole feel for the GVL because I'm not just going to go ahead and, and put all of my supporters into something. I I'm always like, let me, let me sacrifice myself first, um, to see what it's all about. And let me tell you a lot of my clients, um, they will be stepping on that GVO stage, um, you know, real, real soon, especially with transformations. I have, I've been doing it 20 years. I've been doing personal training and nutrition. So it's something that I love to do. Um, I'm very passionate about, for me, it's all about not even the physical. I tell everyone that the physical is the most easiest thing that I can change. It is the mental state, um, being able to change people mentally. It's also what, what we do. Yes. They're looking at, uh, what we're, how we look physically, but the mental of what it takes to be on that GBO stage and to be at Atlas, it, it's, it's not easy. It's very, very tough. Uh, but to be able to be embraced by an amazing family and an amazing support system through the GBO, we're able to do so. So I have tons of transformations that I've just actually been recently posting. A lot of people who do, you know, hundred pound weight losses as well that I've been doing, which I, I would love to, you know, in the future, maybe see something where you guys have transformation divisions or whatever the case may be. I think that'll be a lot of fun, you know, for my clients, both who are, you know, athletic who can compete in regular, uh, the, the natural division, standard division as well. I support all. Um, and then maybe transformation in the future. You never know. Well, interestingly enough, I know you were in the waiting room, so you didn't get the chance to hear this, but Stephanie McNeil does have transformation August 15th in Georgia. That so, is freaking awesome. Yes. And she just moved her date back from July 11th to August 15th. So um, you'll be able to connect with her. She was on stage with you, believe it or not. And oh, okay. that you didn't even know that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yes. Yes. Now, Abby uh, and, and, and Jeanette, I know you have a huge following on social media. Abby, I know you're famous essentially all over the world. Um, I, I thought you were a professional model um, just based on, you know, your, your Instagram, your social media platforms. What do you do besides compete? Oh, I wish I was an international model. And <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I am an online coach and a personal trainer. And um, I used to be a professional dancer and I went into that a few years ago. So about four years ago now. Um, I work mainly with like rehabilitation clients and then also sports specific clients. So clients that want to drive towards being better at their chosen sport. And that's kind of my, my divisions. And I absolutely love it because in both, in both ways, I get to see people become their best version of themselves. And um, whether that's coming back from an injury, that's just absolutely life-changing for for me and for them I love that personal journey and then when it comes to sports specific I just love the drive I love the motivation that the clients have and that I can help teach them and how I can help 
drive them towards that goal that they want to, that single goal that they want to achieve. So yeah, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> Very cool. Now we've got, you know, what, seven months until the Atlas. And I know that Jeanette, you're in the U S Abby, you are in the UK. Do you have any plans to step on stage before the Atlas, assuming because you're on lockdown right now, Abby, I know that this is probably your shot. You know, this might be your only shot at a show this year. Um, and I'll start with you. Is that really the uh, the plan just to get to the US to get to the Atlas? Or do you have a show over there that you might do as a warm up before the Atlas? At the moment, <laughs> all the UK shows, all the UK bodybuilding um, federations have put their, they've just literally this week announced their kind of rough program to whether or not shows are going to run because they've got to take into consideration that people have to prep. And right now we can't go to gyms and we can't go to gyms until beginning of July at least. And that's at minimum unless we have a second wave. So if we don't pick up back then, they've then got to think, well, 12 weeks from that point, can I really run a show? And can I run a show to the um, standard that they want to? Are they going to be able to have people come watch? I know for a lot of competitors, like when it comes to our professional league, we we do it for, for us and um, the, the prize money and the status, but a lot of people compete purely for getting on that stage and having that as a mini goal to to just achieve that so it's really important for them to have their family there and have loads of support so yeah right now there's some stages in order for those shows to run in the uk but nothing's confirmed absolutely no shows right now are confirmed for this year so I can't put any plans in place. A lot of athletes can't put any plans in place. I know a lot of my athletes can't put any plans in place. So we're a bit kind of in that middle weird ground of like, should we work towards the goal or should we hold back a little bit and wait and, and get ready? So for me anyway, I'm going to aim for the Atlas. But yeah, my, my holiday to Orlando in September has been cancelled. So it's like... <laughs> We, we don't know. There's a lot of kind of up in the air right now when it comes to transport and, and getting from one place to another. We just, we just don't know. But regardless, 12 weeks out from the Atlas, I'm going to start. All right. All right. So a 12-week prep. And so Orlando is obviously Jeanette's home city. Jeanette, your plans. Tell us about uh, what you're going to happen for 2020. Well, after I get rid of this uh, quarantine food, um, <laughs> no. um, well, you know what, Matt, I know I'm, I'm hearing you got a little show coming up in October, Maybe. October Maybe. 24th, there's a possibility. So um, if, if I do any show uh, prior to that Atlas, I will definitely say it would be your show. Um, you know, want to go ahead and grace the stage once again with, with, with the lovely ladies, um, just kind of also to, to kind of just kind of get in the atmosphere again. You know, people don't realize that, you know, sometimes when you're with the GBO family and, uh, you know, when you're competing with them, it just, it gives you a, a sense of, of fulfillment, a sense of happiness that, you know, you are with a great organization. So uh, definitely, you know, looking uh, about uh, possibly, you know, gracing the stage at, at your show. Very cool. And then of course, Atlas, baby. I, 
I got to go in, baby. I'm in it to win it, honey. Well, that was strategically placed three weeks before the Atlas. And the venues are only 15 minutes away, as Chris Cruz knows. I mean, you know, you're talking to two promoters who we've had to jump through hoops in the U.S. to figure out what we're trying to do. And, you know, getting plans together and contingencies for making sure that we can provide a stage for you guys. Because right. we want it to be, uh, we want it to be an entertainment. Uh, I guess I don't want to say entertainment value, but we want to make sure that it's done correctly. So you guys, it's fair, it's fun, and it's entertaining. And if we can get those three things right, we hit it out of the park. And so, yeah. you know, Chris is juggling two shows right now, which is the Porter Classic and uh, also the um, the Louisiana State Championships, which is in October. And I'm judge or juggling the Las Vegas show next year, as well as uh, the Storm Classic this October. So, um, Chris, um, I, I just want to turn it over to you. What's... Um, I know you had a few questions and, and just to wrap up uh, a couple of comments. Well, I mean, first of all, you know, like Abby touched on it and here in the States, we're obviously dealing with the same stuff. It's kind of different though. It's like region by region on what is opening, what's not opening and, and six feet this and, you know, and all that 25% this. So, um, so right now, you know, I, I can say here, here in Beaumont and I think other cities in Texas uh, and, and I just found out also in Louisiana, that the venues are shut down, not doing business. So, um, so just like Matt just said, you know, like August fifteenth, it's it's kind of a. <laughs> do I want to go in the show half-assed, which I don't, and you know, or I'm, it, but I can't. The problem is until further notice, they're shut down, and and you can't really plan on that because like that show right now, we're 13, 14 weeks out, something like that. So. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want to put athletes in a position where like, okay, well, uh, 10 weeks out. Yeah, we're good. Now we're going to have a show. That's, you know, it doesn't make good for good planning and all that. So like Matt said, we, we want to bring the best show for the athletes because we want the athletes to experience a great time because they put in all the hard work. So we don't want to do anything half-assed. So that's something that we are having to monitor here region by region, almost month by month on what's going to happen. So um, we're very hopeful in the shows that we do have in place. Uh, we're going all in on them until we, until we know something solid. And that's the problem is that we don't know nothing solid. So, um, so until then, we're still going full bore and trying to have great shows for our athletes. So, so and um, the Porter Classic, do you still have that as August 15th? Uh, it, as of right now, it is probably officially done. I was contacting people today um, and letting them know. So, um, you know. It's, it's probably a high probability that we're going to have to cut that show until next year. Push so, it. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, like I said, all the venues here in Beaumont, there's, there's, there, there's no date. There's no nothing. It's just uh, shut down until further notice is, is what I got. So, uh, so we're hopeful. Um, but the, the, the Porter classic is, it has been on the bubble now already for a couple of weeks. Uh, Cause you know, and as a coach, I, I've said in the beginning, once all this started, I'm not going to coach an athlete or have an athlete questionable for a show 12 to 16 weeks out. You know, that's, that's just not, and, and these girls know mentally that's not the way to approach a show at all. So, um, so yeah, so we'll see, but there's decisions being made that, that we don't want to make. That's a really important point. Like I always envision myself on the stage, whether that's 14, 16 weeks out, I need to envision right. myself. And that yes. drives my prep. So if as an athlete, you can't see yourself on that stage 
or it's too open-ended it's going to be really hard to really really dedicate every single moment to that goal especially if it's something you haven't experienced before say it's your first competition or something like that yeah I need to I'm sure a lot of people will feel that yeah and 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 it's a logistically thing also because we do have other events at the Porter Classic so I mean those people are involved and and that's the other thing, if they come out next week and say, okay, yeah, we'll be able to have mass gatherings in August at 25% capacity of the venue. That's, that still doesn't really do very good, can, can, depending on the capacity of the venue. And the one here in, in Beaumont, it's, it's not a good situation. So I can give you all some good news. Uh, And this is something that, uh, you know, you're exactly right. We're monitoring state by state. Georgia, Florida, and Texas seem to be ahead of the curve everywhere. So uh, some of the indicators that uh, that we've been watching, it's interesting how the MLB is talking about reopening. Um, The NBA is talking about doing playoff games now. Um, The AAU, which if you don't know the Amateur Athletic Union, they're actually going ahead with volleyball in Florida. They will have 100,000 people in a venue in and out for four or five days. And that is a great indicator that the state is opening back up and UFC had their first live fight last weekend. So things are looking up. And, and I would just say that, you know, we have we have rolled the dice a little bit. And I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm the one who's uh, probably the biggest mouth on here. Uh, you know, that's hard to believe. I, I do have a big mouth. Um, but I will tell you that it's very interesting that it just seems like things are going in the right direction to sync up and time up well. And by the time the Atlas, you know, happens, we're going to know 16 to 17 weeks out. We're going to know so much more next week and the week after. So it's really impressive that all of you, first of all, are prepping, keeping an eye on it, and you're going for the title. You're not coming just to hang out. You're coming to make a statement and you're coming to win with the gold and leave with it, whether it be for your country, your state, your director, yourself, your family, whatever that is and whatever drives you, um, it's going to be a fun, fun ride. And, uh, you know, Chris has, has worked tirelessly through his gym to make sure that, you know, whatever he can do to make sure that, you know, October happens. I know he's going all in on a show and making sure that the Louisiana show is going to be you know, also a, a grand slam. So um, I'm going to give you, let's, Chris, do you mind if we give them the final word and, uh, and then we'll piece oh, it out? Absolutely. Jeanette, oh, absolutely. I, I muted you. So I know that the camera was moving a little bit, but you're yeah. going to have the first word since you were third place last year, you get to go first <laughs> and then Abby's going to get the final word. How's that? Okay. And real quick, Matt, let me, uh, let me just go ahead and tell you something. It was third last year, but I'm going for that first place. All right, oh, honey. Like All right. It. So, um, you know, what? I'm really, really looking forward to this. I'm actually looking forward to also meeting, meeting more girls out there, supporting the GBO, making it fun. I, I always keep myself readily available for anyone who also has questions. You guys can hit me up on, on um, you know, IG, especially my GBO family. You know, you guys are family. So whenever you guys reach out to me, I'm going to make sure that I'm reaching out to you guys. And if there's any way that I can help, um, you know, I've been a coach for a while too, prepping people for shows. Um, you know, so my thing is, let's make sure that we keep this as a family. Uh, this is not about, you know, who is better than the other because we are all the same. Ultimately, you know, um, we don't know what the judges are looking for. We know that it's important for us to improve uh, and we want to uh, continue to stay professional. You know, I love Abby. I mean, when me and Abby met over there at Atlas, it was just an automatic. She's like, hey girl, I was like, oh my God, you're so cute. 
cute, you know, and, and she is short, very short, super cute. Um, <laughs> but it, it was just, it was a very homey feel. So I, I definitely encourage all those who haven't or who have been questioning about the GBL, go ahead, because I'm going to tell you one thing is you're going to realize how much more of a family this really is. Very good. And then Jeanette, your IG, your Facebook, what's the best way? Can you uh, spell that out so someone can follow you if they're watching? Yes, it is Jeanette Feliciano Pro, which is J-E-A-N-N-E-T-T-E Feliciano, F-E-L-I-C-I-A-N-O Pro. All right. Very yeah, that's, good. That's a lot. You know, you know them Spanish names. That's, that's you know, <laughs> Feliciano Puerto Rican. And, and just a little, how many, how many uh, languages do you speak? Just two, English and Spanish. Cool. All right, just yeah. making sure. Just making sure. Cool. Abby, your last word. Right. So I think I'll go straight ahead and just say I'm bored of second place. <laughs> <laughs> I am bored of second place. I'm coming for that first. And um, no, just like Jeanette said, we are we are absolute family. And like she explained, when we first met, it was just an instant connection. It was so much fun backstage. So if you are looking into competing if it's something you're interested in if you're looking to move federations gbo is going to be your pathway it's going to be your new family they took me on and i am a million miles away from <laughs> the hub of it and i feel just as much involved as everyone else and and yeah i hope everyone just stays really really safe and like like we all said just reach out to us we're happy to help with any anything absolutely anything just message us your IG, Abby. Um, yeah, so it's Abby Willis, which is spelled A-B-B-E-E-Y-W-I-L-L-I-S. Very good. And I will tell you, just to wrap up, I know I'll give you all the last word. I'm sorry. The judges, <laughs> we know what the judges are looking for. It's a question of who shows up. So you show up at your best and you make it as hard as heck for them to say, man, this is a good, strong, solid class. We know the judging criteria. You just don't know the other 20 or 30 girls that are going to show up. That right. is so impressive that you guys are making the changes. You're getting your judging feedback, which by the way, GBL is one of the only that I know that do that live right afterwards. So if you know what to work on and you know your target, that's all you can control. And we're just super excited that you guys are involved with us. Uh, you know, and as, uh, as directors, I can tell you that uh, you guys are just going to shine. Uh, we've seen a lot of athletes. We've worked with a lot of different promoters mm -hmm. and we just can't wait to have you guys uh, in November. So the best of luck to both of you. And we're hoping that all of you can make it, you know, uh, whether it be for the Storm Classic Jeanette or uh, the, you know, Atlas for both of you, because we really want to see this thing. Uh, you guys make it magic on stage. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Got it. Well, guys, come I'm yes. coming for you, girl. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Just a quick preview of next week. Uh, we, we had a call out and it got some attention. Uh, not that this uh, was necessarily the way to do it, but I'm going to tell you that two weeks ago, we had a live stream with the men's pro beach body. We wanted the ladies to go first to make sure that you uh, set the tone, which you did, by the way. Absolutely incredible as far as what you shared and what you gave. We will be having Jeremy Brandon, Three-time Mr. Atlas, Chris Cruz is his coach, obviously a center stage athlete. He's got to maybe a little something to say to Elliot and Kyle, who respectively placed second, Elliot did, and Kyle fourth. From what I heard, uh, there was a post that Chris Proctor made about Ty Roll coming in third, and um, we got to see what, uh, what shakes down there. So we might give Ty a show. 
I don't know. He might crash the party. I have no idea what's going to happen. But, you know, that's the exciting part about these things. You just got to tune in to watch. But until then, so long. Ladies, take care. We'll look forward to seeing you here in a few months, hopefully. All right. Take care. Bye, ladies.